The optimist is right. The pessimist is right. The one differs from the other as the light from the dark. Yet both are right. Each is right from his own particular point of view. And this point of view is the determining factor in the life of each. It determines as to whether it is a life of power or of impotence, of peace or of pain, of success or of failure. Ralph Waldo Trine, in his book In Tune with the Infinite, one of my favorite, most impactful, most memorable quotes. The most important choice we will ever make is that choice to be optimistic. It's not a choice we make once, but over and over and over again. What does this quote tell us? Well, it tells us that our perspective is the all-important factor. That is what is paramount. It also tells us that we can choose our perspective, that it is not fixed or not the same for everyone. And it also implies, well, I think it makes clear that an optimistic perspective is far more beneficial than a pessimistic one. So it's not so much what happens to us, but how we perceive what happens to us. We have about how we choose to perceive. And certain perspectives are more beneficial and less harmful than other ones. What is an optimistic perspective? Well, I've come to believe through much contemplation that the most optimistic perspective is to perceive that events are happening for me that they are happening for my good. In fact, it would be even more optimistic to believe that or to perceive that the events that we experience are happening for our good, for everyone's good, for the good of all. It's selfish. Yet it also serves everyone to perceive that things are happening for us. This would be the most optimistic viewpoint of what is taking place. Let's just pretend for a moment we have the option of perceiving things this optimistically. So the most positive thing that could happen for me, well, it's not pleasure. It's not an, a, a, an instantaneous or transient experience of pleasant sensations. Our highest good for something that would be happening for my greatest benefit would be something that would elevate my experience for the rest of my life instead of just giving me a positive experience right now at my current level of experiencing. So it would increase my level of experience so that the rest of my life may be benefited. And maybe more specifically, it would expand my consciousness, what would increase my health. But so it would change us. It would change us for the better. It wouldn't just give us a pleasant or positive experience in this moment, but it would change me so that all moments from here on out are, are improved, are better. 
But if you go back and listen to, or if you have listened to my uh, talking on karma, cause and effect, how we change ourselves, or how we can only change ourselves, that there is no shortcut and nothing else can do the changing for us, then how can an experience that we have change us for the better or play a role in us changing for the better? Well, it can give us something that we can use to change ourselves. If the experience, if only we can change ourselves in any sustainable or meaningful way, then the experience can give us something that we can use to then be different. It can give us a lesson or an insight, give us an obstacle that we need to overcome, a challenge that we that is going to help us grow. So, and when I say that the experience can't change us, that only we can change ourselves, it's because the actions we accumulate every day, it's because of our behavior that builds up to creating what we are. All of our conscious, the, the, the momentum of our conscious energy over time, conscious be changed. All of the neurons that we fired and wired together, all of the layers of genetic conditioning through accumulated genetic forces, all of our... Uh, the building of our cellular and structural components. Like all of this is takes a lot of energy to change and it takes time. So the most powerful way for us to change is by us changing how we behave, what actions we accumulate, what causes we put in motion on every layer of our being at every moment of our life. So we are the, the best source for our change. So back to how can an experience be the, of the greatest good for us? Well, it can make us better for the rest of our lives. But since it can't change us, we can only change ourselves. It can give us something that we can use to change ourselves. This would be the most optimistic uh, perspective that we can respond to every situation with. We can perceive that within this experience... There is a gift in the form of a lesson or an insight that I can use because I am responsible for my change. And instead of being instantaneously pleased right now with a pleasant experience, instead what is of even greater value to me is to be changed for the better for the rest of my life so that all of my experiences are better. There is an insight that I can use to change myself to that end. That is the most optimistic perspective that we can respond to every experience with. I believe maybe you have a more optimistic perspective that you have found. Please do share. I would love to know. So there's what would, let's just, before we go any further, I mean, responding pessimistically is the exact opposite. It's something that makes me feel like a victim. It's uh, something that is blaming causes that are beyond my control. Maybe even misfortune or bad luck, completely uncontrollable forces. 
And it can also often lead to us feeling like there is nothing to gain. That we can only lose something. I mean, this is already a form of depression. You know, in contrast to responding with the optimistic perspective where we acknowledge that we can take responsibility, that we have the power to use this experience to our advantage, that it has something that we can gain from it, not lose, that it's happening for us, not to us. It's a very different experience. You know, so we can argue all day and night about what's actually true or fact. But just by choosing this optimistic perspective, no matter how justified or entitled we feel to blame, if we blame, we give away all of that power to change. By taking responsibility, we take our power back. By choosing to be optimistic, we step into a new reality where every experience is an opportunity to evolve. And it is fundamentally irrelevant whether you believe that the universe is a blind mechanical machine of chance or if you believe it's a divinely orchestrated symphony. It doesn't matter. By simply choosing to perceive that everything is happening for you, you get the benefits. Of course, by choosing to perceive things in that way, by choosing to believe in magic, you make it possible to experience magic in your reality. When I respond optimistically, it helps me see the obstacle as a gift. A gift that I can use to develop a deeper understanding of myself so that I can grow, so that I can evolve. And there is a sense of meaning that comes from perceiving this to be the most important information that I need right now to take me, my health, my consciousness, my spiritual evolution to the next level. If this is the highest or if I am the most optimistic that I can possibly be, then the experience that I'm having right now is precisely what I need to grow in the most beneficial and rewarding ways. It gives us the power to transform any challenge into a gift. The power of perspective. Being optimistic makes the whole experience more comfortable. Instead of being set back, I now have an opportunity to move forward and become a better version of myself when I'm faced, when I'm confronted by difficulties. By shifting my perspective, I can inspire, I can be inspired into learning and action, into a sense of power, a sense of control, and a feeling of meaning, a feeling of good fortune. And we can turn what appears to to debilitate us, we can turn it into the very key that enables us. We can turn blame into taking responsibility and humility, righteousness, entitlement, 
We turn it into humility, curiosity, and a general sense of meaninglessness that comes from a pessimistic perspective is replaced by a sense of purpose. And as Ralph Waldo Tryon told us at the beginning, a life of impotence can be replaced by a life of power. And this is all good and well and easy to implement when things are going well for us. When, in, when things are easy, when we are strong, when we are happy. But the real trick is to respond optimally, optimistically, when we are uncomfortable, when there is challenge, when there is injury, when there is illness. That is where we need to develop the strength, the habit, the discipline to respond optimistically. So we have to have we have to learn, we have to cultivate this habit at every available opportunity, so that when we are f- confronted by a hardship or uncomfortability, challenge, then we have a much better chance of shifting our perspective into a beneficial one instead of a harmful one. Marcus Aurelius, Stoic philosopher, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. Just a few different words. And this is the theme of Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the way. A lot of shared ideas of turning challenge into gift. So before I tell you how you can actually, or how I started my practice of cultivating optimism, I just want to share, when it comes to health, I find it to be one of the most beautiful manifestations of a truth that seems to lie in this teaching, especially as a yeah a health coach, I have found in myself, and I'm sure almost if not everyone that I've worked with, especially being movement oriented. Let's just focus on a movement example. When someone comes in with knee pain, for example, that pain is being communicated from a structure that is being overloaded by some overload, negligence, or poor mechanics, too much stress, not enough recovery, maybe a a body that's inflamed and not optimized for healing. That may be a life of sitting too much and it's destroying the lower body mechanics leading to certain structures being underdeveloped and then easily overloaded. But all of those answers over and over and over again, I have found by going into the signal, which in this case is the pain, by exploring where it's coming from, what... Uh, Let's use me as the example. What I have been doing with my knee recently or what I haven't been doing. What have I changed in my physical activity? What have I changed in my diet? Have I been sitting more or less than usual? 
You know, how is my technique in my various lower body movements? Have I adopted anything new? Have I dropped anything old? And by analyzing my situation and probing the pain and paying attention to it when it comes back, what makes it more severe, what helps it recover, and learning to listen to it very closely, it communicates to me as I become better at listening and it guides me into healing towards improved action. And this is a good point to mention that like as Westerners on our incessant or obsessive pursuit for ever-increased comfortability, we have completely demonized discomfort. We have completely... Yeah, we've turned pain and uncomfortability into the enemy when in fact she is our teacher. Just information here to guide us. And if we can, the quicker we can adopt the perspective of student to the teacher of challenge, of pain, of illness, of uncomfortability, Instead of rejecting it, resenting it, trying to escape it, deny it. I mean, most clients would come to me, hey, I've got this knee pain. What can we do to get rid of it as quickly as possible so that I can go back to what I was doing? No, sorry, ma'am, sir. That is here to show you that you need to do something different, that you need to change something you are doing. Fundamentally, what you have done, what you have been doing, has all accumulated to bring you to this point right here, right now. If, the, if this is a consequence, whatever challenge, illness, injury, uncomfortability that we are experiencing now or in any moment by, by cause and effect, it can only exist because we have accumulated the actions which have led to this result. And so we need to use this result and listen carefully so we can be guided to see what actions have we been performing that have accumulated to produce this result. Because if I don't want to land up in the same place again, then I need to change what actions I am accumulating. This is cause and effect. So I remember... Immediately after discovering this, something clicked. There was a there was a download for me in that in that quote for from Ralph Waldo Trine, and I just understood it straight away. And what worked for me was every time I encountered a challenge or a difficulty, I would just imagine, or I would I would see if I could imagine one possibility, one possible explanation that this event or situation was happening for me for my good and there's always always a reason you know i'm late for the bus because i was the that bus was going to be late itself or it was going to be in an accident or it was um there was going to be bad vibes with the people that were on the bus or i am I need to have a different experience. Uh, whatever hypothetical scenario 
I can imagine, and that's a simple, superficial and silly example, but if I can imagine one possibility that something is happening for my good, then I acknowledge that because my mind is limited and my imagination is finite, then in all the infinite possibilities that are beyond my imagination, there must be many more reasons why this could be potentially happening for me. So if I can imagine at least one explanation that this is happening for my good, then I accept there is very possibly an even better, more profound, good explanation that it's happening for me. So I let go of my resistance and attachment to the perspective that this is happening against me. And that worked for me. And of course not immediately. Of course not straight away. But it became a practice. And as soon as I felt challenge, I would say, all right, is it possible that this could be happening for me? Yes, I can imagine at least one scenario. Therefore, it is possible and I cannot deny that it is happening for me. So I accept there is good for me in this. And then I would start to look for a lesson. I would look for something that I could use. If not, I would just accept that it is happening for me in a way I don't understand. And that would at least help me cultivate acceptance. But acceptance, there we go. That's actually the answer. So that practice helped me cultivate the acceptance to let go of my resistance to the situation. And then as soon as one is able to accept a situation, we can then reflect on the situation and see what we can learn from it. But this is a choice we have to make over and over and over again. And the way that this life is beautifully designed is that the stronger you get, the more capable we become at these superpowers. So we will be gifted with even greater challenges to grow our superpowers even further. So there will always be moments when it's challenging but that's our opportunity to grow ever more deeply. Who cares what's correct? Who cares who's right? Who cares what the truth is? If we adopt beneficial action right here, right now, we get benefits. And if you are struggling to, to even make that to reach that first stage of acceptance, to imagine a possible explanation that it's happening for you and you have no power to accept it, then it might be time to look at other actions and contributing forces into your current karmic state. You have in a, that's, I mean, it's our fear generally that stops us from accepting. So overactive, overreactive fear. And, um, you know, some of the low-hanging fruit are like what media are you consuming that might be overwhelming your nervous system and exposing you to a lot more fear and negativity than you need to be in your nervous system and putting you in a state of fear and negativity and non-acceptance that you're finding it difficult to escape. What relationships are you in that are potentially fear, are feeding your fear, non-acceptance, negativity. Um, what kind of food are you consuming? Is it putting you in a pro-inflammatory state? 
that will do the same for your body. Inflamed nervous system, foggy brain, all of these things are going to make it much more difficult to have the clarity of mind necessary to override a non-accepting or reactive program and accept it into peace. And then movement, are you moving your body? The very powerful way of um, dispersing, discharging energy from the nervous system. Um, and of course, very fantastic for all the positive feel-good states that make us more capable and confident and powerful feeling. So we, we can't just look at what is happening we must have a look at our entire situation please excuse that motorbike um, and we need to be honest with ourselves what do everything matters now I've just almost finished reading the book Becoming B-E-Q Becoming by Ezra and Benjamin Becker beautiful book beautiful book and they talk about the red pill versus the blue pill from the matrix and that what we what we are doing here is the same thing we are choosing to perceive to experience life in a different way it's not a, a pill that we take once however it's a pill that we need to choose to take over and over and over again and i like that way of looking at it it's a practice it's a habit it's not a once-off choice and i'm just looking here because there was one more quote i wanted to share with you share with you from um victor frankl's book man's search for meaning and we're just going to wrap it up on on this note Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. To choose one's own way. Now let's remember Viktor Frankl's story that was birthed from his experience of living inside of a Nazi concentration camp and experiencing the darkness, the ultimate fear, and being taught that even in such dire circumstances, we have the power to experience life on our terms if we choose. If we choose to exercise our most fundamental freedom, our freedom of perspective, our freedom of consciousness. Thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking to you, to connecting with you again soon.